0: What about
1: out there, podcast land? What's happening? I, like I think you, the heat's getting to him. I was say,
0: like <laughs> gave out an air about three-fourths of the way through And the then I forced it out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening, y'all?
1: Hey.
2: um, Got my home slice you just heard of, Miss Mona, right hey, there. Hey. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, hey. Got my main man right over there. If you've already heard, <laughs> cornbread jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was corn dog. It was corn corn. <laughs> you know, you know, You're corn. so confident too. I know. Well, That's okay. I was over too. here raising my yeah, hand like anybody bread. could see me. I yeah. mean, you know, like can't you hear me raising my hand? It,
2: so sorry, let me
0: retry that. It's old corn
2: dog <laughs> jelly bean. Yep, yep. <laughs> so hey, well, I it's been a week of mistakes. <laughs> it uh, from my brain saying don't say something, and my mouth kept saying the word. And I fumbled through it. If you listen to my sermon from way back on the <laughs> 17th, you heard the pastor of Mary Baptist Church for all the world to hear. Go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's an exact quote. We'll see do. what closed captioning does with that. Yeah. And so I'm Hank Motus, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. We're so glad you're with us. And so we're in Luke chapter 15. One more time. One more again, as they say in the South. All right we be doctrine on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Wendy. <laughs> oh, Hank. So we're That's actually, we um, this is going to be, a, we'll just say this up front. This is a two-parter. Um, the prodigal of the lost son. So you asked before we began, what are we going to get? parable. Parable, whatever. What <laughs> I say? The doctrine again? No, I got you that. said
1: the prodigal of the lost son. <laughs> parable. Oh, the prodigal son. You could say lost son. Boy,
2: <laughs> I'm on it. The parable of the prodigal love <laughs> the lost son. Oh. So what I think we're going to do is if we can, and we're going to have to stay to it. Yeah. The first is the one who left, and the second one is going to be the one who stayed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Mona has this look like, I'm going I'm to gonna agree, but no, bro, I, ain't no, I ain't no way.
1: I'm trying. I don't know what the, con- what, I'm not sure what you're clarifying, so keep going. I'll catch up.
2: One son went
0: to the far country.
1: Yeah,
0: that'll be this episode.
1: One son uh, oh, never I left home. Saying. That'll be next. What, episode. The, uh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> I told you what I did at McDonald's yesterday, so you can know that my brain <laughs> yeah. is a little fried. <laughs>
2: Apparently, all of us are having issues. You got Hank Translator even in America. Yeah. <laughs> so, but let's let's uh, so let's dive in. So, I don't know how much you want to read. You just want to read the first part until we get to the older brother. To so sure. read down through verse, I can't. 24?
1: 24.
2: 24, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: We'll do that. So Luke 15, starting at verse 11. And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine rose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pig- pigs. And when he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no—I'm sorry—and he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything.
0: Heavenly Father, we thank you for always being able to find us when we're in the far country. We thank you for not just being able to find us, but going out and actively searching. We know that if it was left to us, we would never find you or search for you while lost. So, Heavenly Father, we just pray that this podcast be a blessing to those who hear it and be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dan, I just love you. Well, I love you too, brother. We've been goofing off and laughing.
2: You're reading, and you're sort of giggling as you're reading. When you're, and Dan goes,
0: let us pray. <laughs> Somebody's got to
2: steer this ship. I All mean, right, I let's go. Like, I was sitting over here loving <laughs> your favorite. I'm going, listen to how serious this <laughs> voice is over there. Don't I'm sound like no corn dog to me,
0: bro. <laughs> you,
2: how was, dare you try to my, gussy up this show? It's my preacher voice. I'm working on it. <laughs> um I had a question and i totally lost it because i wanted to make fun of it mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> see what happens
2: so this is a parable that everybody knows yeah and and to me it's a parable that so many can um connect with
0: mm.
2: my testimony there were probably nine, probably about eight years i was in the far country mm. in my walk i mean i was out there yeah um and so it's that connection that makes this parable one that I, I i will read a lot right and i believe that it helps me with compassion for the guys that i just see or or, or mm-hmm. ladies that are, that are in the far country mm-hmm. yeah I, I do um so that that's what my so I this week I gave my one big intro into it. Oh, oh, that it's a good connecting story to people because we all end up there at times. I think, and right. I mean, because I truly believe believe you may not in your Christian walk between salvation and savior. You get what I'm saying there, mm-hmm. in seeing Jesus and right. your salvation. You may not go to
0: the far, far country, but we all walk away at some point.
1: Yes. Well,
0: and that that was a thought that hit me while she was reading is, you know, the people who, who don't think they can connect with it, they say, well, I, you know, I never had a bunch of money and went and lived wild like that. But there were times where you wasted your time that God has given you for his glory or your talents that he has given you or just any time that you've taken what God has given you And you may not like the thought, but essentially thrown it to the pigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. All right. What's your thought?
1: Or just not um, stayed within the house or Mm -hmm. maybe only had, um, you know, in there on Sundays. But that was it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the only time that you gave God a thought. And so, you know, um, so sort of trying to go back and forth. Um, Yeah. Either one. Mm -hmm. Any of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
2: you, you can be in the far country, but you ain't got to go all the way to the, to right. eat one. one People eat may not pigs. even realize it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you ain't got to go to get to a point where you want to eat what the pigs are feeding, right. being fed. Yeah. I mean, you can just, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, both of you, you can be just outside the door. Right. Mm-hmm. And it be that way. So, you know, the one thing, um, I mean, there's a lot to cover today. And and I do want to get to it. So I, I want to look at, here's, um, one of the things that I, I really get out of this story is, is the change in this guy. And it's about repentance. This is really a story mm-hmm. about repentance and restoration. Right. And so many of us have been here. If you look at verse 12, and the younger said to his father, father, give me. Mm. I was just looking at that, yeah. But compare that to verse nineteen, treat me like a, s- a servant. Mm. Mm. That's a that's a change of heart, and that's when true repentance comes. Is when you, there there's an uh, I mean, people don't like to hear this when there's a visible change,
0: right?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm preaching through the Book of Colossians, and I've been on that that change there in, in chapter three of put off the old self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And put on the new self, and that's where we drop the ball a lot. Yeah. We 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 claim we want Jesus, but we want to keep living like yeah. the hellions that we right. were.
1: Right, or or we well we confess our sins, but we don't truly repent of them because that repentance is a turning away from them. So if you
2: really confess them, if you don't, <laughs> don't repent from them,
1: uh, maybe not. I mean, I mean, on, g- take the maybe true. off. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, re- repentance is when. You've not repented.
1: Well, isn't it? Too, I mean, but don't you need both? Because confessing is agreeing, and repenting is then turning but away. But what
2: good is conf- I guess I guess what we're saying is that. I, but so I guess is
1: what yeah. good is confession
0: yes. if you don't yeah, do anything you're, about you're it? You're acknowledging yes. that yes. you know that it's a sin, right.
1: But also because refusing to acknowledge right. the
0: harm it's doing to your relationship.
1: Absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, so
0: what you're saying is you're just a pig and slop,
1: right? <laughs> Yep. Or
0: you can say it that way, yes.
2: <laughs> I mean, what wait, what good? I mean, I'm
0: being honest. Yeah,
2: yeah. To me, that's a slap in Jesus' face. I'm gonna confess that I am living in sin or committing this sin or doing this sin or whatever. I confess, I know it's wrong. But I'll right. hang out here a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna turn away.
2: That was a lot better than what I, I had in my <laughs> mind to say, and I'm glad you stopped me.
0: Got you, I got you. <laughs> I mean well and it, it but it comes from and, and I, that same verse you know father give me the share of property that's coming to me it's this air of I know you're going to give me salvation because I deserve it yep and nothing could be further from the truth it, yeah it's I, I will even short it it's the air of I deserve it yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: and I mean we right all now. know people that yeah. think they deserve something we you know you don't deserve anything from the hand of God. Yeah.
1: Right. And even just in asking, um, you know, t- treating God like that genie in the bottle that, you know, I need to be healed from this and and almost demanding it from yeah. him instead of, um, you know. Uh, um, Accepting. Uh, calling on his character and his. Grace and His compassion, and, and asking for Him to do according to what is good in His sight, and we don't do that; we just sort of demand. Please well, yeah. make your sight we, agree with mine. Yeah. You know? yeah, and that's yeah. not how this thing works. <laughs> right, right.
2: It's, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I, and to, for this guy just to say this, and if you never heard anything about this passage before, I mean, this guy. What this guy was telling his daddy was, "Daddy, I wish you were dead." Mm-hmm. That's when they got their inheritance. Yeah. When the dad died. And so this guy's looking at his father, saying, "I just assumed you were dead. Yep. Give me what I deserve." I mean, and that's what he says: "Give me that what is coming to me."
0: Well, I mean, he got what was coming to him. He, oh, yeah, he did. That's a great way to look at it. He got what was coming to him when he goes
2: out, and he he squandered it with reckless living. Yeah, I, I wrote I wrote down in, in my notes. I said he experienced. Hey, hey, this is Hebrews, the passing pleasure of sin. Mm-hmm. He did. See, this is where we in the church also, we we make big mistake. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from a John Wayne movie, me make big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we want, We want to act like that verse is not in the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Sin in the moment is pleasurable. Right, right. you you can try to make it not be all you want to.
1: If it wasn't, who would do it? Right, exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. But the key word for a season. Right. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: I mean, how many of us say, if I could go back in that one minute Mm -hmm. and change? You can't tell me this guy, Mm -hmm. he is there. I mean, that's basically what he says. Mm Mm-hmm. I just soon not eat this. And I'm gonna go back to daddy. If I could, I would change what right. I said back then. Right. And so, why, why do we sin?
0: Wh- well, you just pointed to it because because we're so short sighted. You know, we see we see that instant gratification, which which we're more and more victim to. It seems like nowadays. And we don't see, number one, we're looking at us and not at God. We're not looking at how it's hurting our relationship with God. We're looking at, I want to distract myself for a little while. Me, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And so then, you know, that's why we look back and say, oh, if only I hadn't whatever. Because then we, we've we got that gift of, of hindsight where we can see the big yeah. picture. You know, so so often we're just living for right now. Right. You got thing?
1: Well, I mean, it makes me go back to James. Okay, go back to James. <laughs> Where James, um, in James one fourteen says, but each person is tempted when he is lure, lured and enticed by his own desire. And then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. And so, I mean, that sin comes from within ourselves. And it's our... When we allow those um, temptations, it's not wrong to be tempted, but when we allow those temptations then to entice us and lure us into those sins because we want what that temptation is bringing forth. And yeah. so that's where the sin comes from.
2: And I've used this saying. and I don't know where I heard it from. I mean, I can't stop a bird from landing on my head. <laughs> But I can keep him from building the nest right there you go. right yep that that's that whole it's not the first look that gets you mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: it's the second stare. Mm-hmm. yep yep so i'm I'm thinking back now <laughs> to my sermon from a week or two ago when i when I preach out of Colossians chapter three mm. that first one set your mind on things yep. above, not on yep. things of the earth
1: right
2: and and i I sort of dealt with it. What happens is, is I believe. It, why does he say set your minds? And I, and I believe, and I really think he's talking about your eyes as well, on the things above. Now, because w- when we look around here, we'll let things get in us. Matter of fact, he says set, mm-hmm. you know, fix them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's something about, and and I wrote about it, and I preached about it. That it's just it's like, um, uh, Eve. And it goes back to 1 John as well. Lust of the eyes Mm -hmm. that then I believe causes the lust of the flesh, Mm -hmm. the pride of life. So if I'm looking around and I'm going to see, listen to what Paul writing to the church, if I learn which way Ephesians was in my (laughs) Bible, he said, listen, he says, we were once all lived in the past of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. Yeah yep and we're by nature children of wrath and so if if we allow our eyes to see the temptations here on earth so it ties in really good with James chapter one, mm-hmm. if we allow that, which is what this dude did in the parable, I believe this is a real story. Mm-hmm. I know it was a parable. Mm-hmm. I believe this was real mm-hmm. now I don't know that it happened like right, but I know Jesus knew that it happened um, but that's just me. I can't prove that from scripture, so that's just me. He saw all of his friends having fun, and he was probably having to work. And so he saw it, and it convinced his mind yep. that he needed what they had. And mm-hmm. then he began to crave, lust, oh. desire it all. And that's how it works. And that's why we have so many carnal Christians, if there is really such a thing, right? Yeah, is because— we are looking around at the world and wanting what the world has to offer. And we're not looking to heaven to see what heaven has to offer and letting our minds be focused on the the coming life yes. and not this life.
1: Right, yep, yep. Well, and you're talking about the mind and I immediately went to Romans 12 um, in verse two where it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And because, and that is, like, yeah, we need our hearts to line up, but it starts with what are you thinking about? What are you yeah. looking at? What are you allowing to come in to, to build those priorities and those, um, you know, what's important to you, what you are seeking after, and um, what, are, you know, it just go, all goes back to that. I really believe that.
2: Let I me mean, just say something.
1: <laughs>
2: and, and I'm not critiquing the things of this world in a sense. Look, they, they, some people are gonna read what I'm hear what I'm saying and then be like, "Well, he's against everything." We all just be like crazy people, just all focused on heaven. I, I didn't say that, mm-hmm. but if your focus is more on how my son can become the best baseball player ever, or the golfer, or the best dancer, or the best piano player, I mean, I go to everything. If if it's that, and it's not, how can my child be the best believer mm-hmm. and follower and disciple of Jesus? You you've missed the mark, yeah. right. and I I question whether any of us really hit the mark. Right. And so I'm just like, that's got to be where our focus is. It's not about. I got a buddy of mine, and I love him dearly. And, and he he, you saw, he said, "Well, now brothers, like the old saying, too many people are so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good." Can you, can that really is be that the? Possible? Is right. that really the right. case? Yep. And if if it be. <laughs> I'd rather be that way than I'm so earthly focused that I'm no heavenly, heavenly good.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely.
2: And so, this guy was looking with his eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Big fun out there. Yep. And the next thing you know, this dude's in a gutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanting to eat what? I mean, how hungry? I've slopped pigs before. <laughs> Not exactly gourmet. Mona grew up in Big City. She got no clue what I'm talking about. (laughs) I've slopped the hogs before. I have not. Let me just tell you you. what is
0: absolutely nasty. Mm.
1: The
0: pig slop. Nobody's ever like, hey, you're as clean as a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so
2: to think you wanted to eat that mess. Right. Yeah.
0: But I will say, and he knew that's what he deserved. And we've gotten kind of high on our horses. That's what we deserve spiritually. You know, we deserve nothing again, and yet God is is tells us He's the God of abundance. You know, but He also knew He had a daddy who loved Him absolutely.
1: Yes, yes. and knew not just that He had a. Daddy that do I think because I think first he said he wasn't worthy to be his son. Yeah. Today, but he knew That goes to the deserve yes, part. But he knew that his daddy took care of the hired servants. And so that even if all that was the relationship that he had with him was that he would be treated better than he was where he being treated where he was right then.
2: I've heard it said before. It's not how you treat quote unquote the big people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. It's how you treat Janitors yes. and and the quote and now I'm using air quotes here because everybody's but we in society make yeah. this yeah. distinction. How do you treat the ones that you don't think are up to your level? Right. The or, ones or that can offer to, you something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's about how you treat them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so this guy, my daddy is a good dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He treats his servants good. Right.
0: He feeds them well. Right. Well, and that's why it's so important that we share the gospels because, you know, the lost essentially don't know they have that father to go home to. Yeah. And so if we don't share that, then they're out there in the far country. They're they're saying, you know, I'll eat what what the pigs get, and they just stay there. Yeah. You know they have to. They have to know that there's a home for them with a father that loves them. Well, the, I forget which early church father said it,
2: but he said, you know, the gospel and and people that are striving to make disciples are nothing more than one beggar telling another Absolutely. beggar where to find yeah. the bread.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: And so we find How much time we got left?
0: Oh, we got seven minutes. Oh, yeah, <sighs> that's good. So <laughs> feel some time. So
2: then he comes back. So I mean, the attitude you see it. Father, give me now. Father, treat me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now let's talk about the daddy.
1: Mm. Yep.
2: We talked about the son who knew there was always forgiveness. Not only did he know, he knew not only he had a good father, he had a daddy that would forgive him. Yeah. There are some daddies that have been like, you can carry your butt on back up the road.
1: Right,
2: right. Get on up out of here. Right. Jesus is never like that. He is waiting right where you left him. Yep. Matter of fact, he's waiting and watching. Yes. Now, the great thing about this is the Bible says he ran. To him, dads at that age did not run. Mm-hmm. Right, it was seen as as beneath you. Right, right. This his son. He he didn't care who saw him. No, now, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it in seven minutes. There's a lot here. Now he says that when he when he arose and came to his father, his father saw and felt compassion and ran. He felt compassion, ran and embraced him, and kissed him. Many have said it would have been the the cultural day that the townspeople or the neighbors would have so been correctly to go on out and stone this son mm-hmm. because of the shame he brought to his daddy by what right. he did. But the daddy was saying, yeah. Before you get to my son, you gonna to have to stoned me first. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was so. If you, if that's, if that's true, and I, I believe it, I, I've heard sermons on it. He's saying, "No, no, no, no. I, I, I will take the shame. I will take the shame mm-hmm. my son should mm-hmm. get. I will take the stoning my son should get. I'll take the beating, as long as he gets to live." Mm-hmm. Now that don't picture
1: Jesus, right? Exactly.
2: And then you can get in everything. I mean, they they got all this down. Uh, the 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 ring is a picture of restoration. The robe is a picture of forgiveness and family. The shoes is a picture of sonship. And by the way, we get all that.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: We get it all. Yep. He said, "Man, and here's the great thing." And Jesus doesn't say, "Well, just bring out a hot dog dinner." <laughs> Let's let's heat no up corn some corn dogs. I was say, let's heat up some corn dogs. Hot dogs and
1: hamburgers. We're having hot dogs and hamburgers.
2: <laughs> Are you talking about my family?
1: We love having <laughs> hot dogs and hamburgers with your family.
2: <laughs> um, but he brought the fattened calf. Yes, he said and kill it, and let's celebrate. Mm. That's why I go at when somebody comes to Jesus, man. Why is it the church don't explode in happiness, man? Mm-hmm. Because you got some old selfish. Sinner, going to look and say, I'm not clapping. It's all about them. I'm holier than thou. It's not about them. No, it, it is in a sense, man. The My son who was lost has now been found. How in the world can you not celebrate that? Right, right. We'll celebrate a dead pig being crossed some line for a touchdown or a dead cow getting hit 450 mm-hmm. feet in a baseball game, but you won't celebrate a boy that's now going to heaven or a young girl? Are you insane? Mm-hmm. By the way, just so you know, my excitability today has been caused by Callen's Coffee. <laughs> For all your thirsty needs. Callen's needs coffee is the bomb. Okay. It is. Mm. So in it what um, and we we're done? Oh, uh,
0: we got two and a half minutes. We
2: got a good two and a half So all right, big thought. Let's go. So I mean we we did it was big picture today today. Yeah, it really wasn't. Let's get nitty-gritty. Let's just right, do big picture. Right.
1: Well, so, so I'm going to say, because we gl- said it, but kind of glossed over it. But, the f- but when it says that um, when he was still a long way off, his father saw him because he was waiting. He was watching. And, and that's exactly what Jesus is doing. No matter um, how many steps away we are from him, mm-hmm. all we have to do is turn back. And he's right there waiting and watching and ready for us to come back.
2: I mean, repentance is to to do basically a U-turn, go 180, not right. 360, yep, right. 180, <laughs> and to change one. It really means it comes to one's senses. Yeah. And that's where, and he's always watching.
1: Always, right there. Waiting. Right.
2: Jeez, what a thought. Oh, yeah. Come on, <laughs> corn dog. A, I was like, yeah, I agree. That was a great
0: thought. <laughs> um, ah, that's a lie. No, you're the, over there the, thinking about corn dogs. <laughs> Actually, my thought no um the there there's been kind of a theme in just between some of your sermons, Bible say lately, all all of that that is, has hit me, and it, it's self control, but in, in the right circumstances. So self control um is how you stay out of the far country, but it has to be self control. Under the obedience of God's word. Yeah. It can't be just, I, I'm i deciding what I have to do and sticking to it. It's, you know, how do you not get out there? Don't be reckless, but don't be reckless according to God's word, if that, if yeah. that makes sense. You know, a lot of times what, what God calls us to do may look reckless to the world, but it means submitting yourself to God's word and then being obedient to that and not... Look, people, especially, you know, young Christians, new Christians, however you want to say it, they want this emotional experience. And that can – there's emotion in it. I mean, we just talked about rejoicing. That's, mm-hmm. you know, emotional. But don't rely on your emotions to be a gauge of your relationship with God. Rely on his word to tell yeah, you how you yeah. should live and stick to it.
2: And, and don't – it goes the other way. Like in forget don't – I don't feel forgiven. Why? Exactly how do you feel
0: forgiven? <laughs> If you've confessed and you've repented, you're forgiven. Period. If you rely on his word, then you you don't have to feel it, you know it. Exactly. You know? That you know that you know that.
2: Here's mine. I'm I want to talk quick for just a second to the one out there that is in the far country right now. You you've wandered. You probably pulled back from church, you pulled back from Bible reading, you pulled back from things and you're just sort of focusing on things of the world and you you got this thought of I want to go back, but I'm too ashamed. Mm. Don't be. Right. Don't be. Right. And don't focus on what other people may say, because mm. people are idiots. That's our sound bite. You focus <laughs> on Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. He is waiting with open arms. Absolutely. And he will receive you back
1: mm-hmm.
2: without a question.
1: We don't even read. Yeah.
2: The, the, I didn't get this. This is what I didn't get. So he goes back, and he's got this big saying, "I am no longer worthy because." Of, but the father stops him. Mm-hmm. We'll come back, and now yeah, he wants us to confess. But so often Jesus is like, gotcha. done. Yep.
1: yep. Yep.
2: He's not. You you don't even have to pay the penalty.
1: Right.
2: You don't have to pay a three week in the doghouse. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: You are restored immediately.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
2: So come back. Yes. Mm. Please. That's my prayer. Let me pray. Father, I am praying for the one that's out there in the far country that, God, you would so move and so draw that they would come running back and they would meet you. And, God, you'd restore them to the joy of their first love. They would come back in full repentance, Father, and they would seek you for the rest of their life until they see you face to face. And that's my prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor Marion of Marion Baptist Church. <laughs> pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Uh, I got my home slice miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my man corn dog there jelly bean over there. <laughs> and um, see you next time. God bless you guys.
1: Bye, y'all.